Hi, this is Christine Kinney for Esoterica, a short feature that delves into the realm of extraordinary experiences. And today I'd like to talk with you about death. Just this past Valentine's Day, I received an email from my brother relating the health of my 85-year-old Uncle Gilbert. He was dying. That six-foot-seven man with the shock of beautiful white hair who rode his bicycle round at all hours of the night, my father's bachelor twin, his best friend, that caring and kind philanthropist who gave from both his generous pocket and tender heart. That quirky guy reading his newspaper at 2 a.m. at Dunkin' Donuts. That iconic New Havenite with whom I spent each of the first 18 summers of my life on the shores of Long Island Sound. Was dying. And it would not be long, the words between the lines read, and I became instantly bereaved. A few years back, my Uncle Gilbert was diagnosed with unspecified dementia. Specifically, or rather unspecifically, his mental faculties were fading, becoming dull, and would continue to decline as the days onward stretched. At first, he knew me when I'd visit, and later, as his very proper upper-class Catholic inhibitions lessened along with his memory, he'd ask me to massage his hands and comb his hair. He'd been a consummate piano player. I love Beethoven's for Elise because he played it often during those long summer days at the house on the beach, notes drifting like milkweed from the piano out onto the porch, buoyed on sea's salted air, while waves below drowsily kissed a sandy shore. This is how I remember it, at least. Unlike my incredible 42-year-old cousin Roger, who tragically died fighting leukemia just two weeks after Gilbert passed, my uncle's 85 years were full and well-lived, and yet I was so sad. And this surprised me, because I have had more than my fair share of otherworldly experiences. I am a psychic medium and have been honored to have been witness and even assist in that process of commencement known as crossing over. So I know this physical body, this material, earthly life of ours is not the end. And while I cannot say with certainty what lies ahead for each of us after our physical body dies, reincarnation, communing in cloud-like softness with the realm of the angelic, or hanging out in spiritual grooviness, easily manifesting in an atmosphere of joy all that we found so difficult to manifest here, I cannot say for sure. I can really only rely upon my own intuition, my own spiritual experiences. And yet, like here on earth, I suspect that our post-physical days will be directed by our intentions and goals, continuing in different form a life much richer and larger than the small part we lived here. So, as I sat with my uncle by his bedside, I massaged his hands and told him it was okay to stay and it was okay to go. I told him he was not alone on this side nor the other. I told him he was surrounded by people who loved him and would be met on the other side by, and here I named those I thought would greet him, his parents, his siblings, all but one of whom, my father, had passed years before. I told him he was safe and loved and that this death was a commencement, a transition, a natural and even exciting adventure, and he need not be scared or worried. I stayed with him until late that night, turning down his lights and kissing him on the forehead, wishing him sweet dreams, just as I do with my little girl each night. But when I left, I knew I would not see him in this world again. At 6.02 the following morning, my alarm went off, or at least it sounded like my alarm, but a little tinnier, a bit off, actually, and as I awoke, I wondered what was wrong with it. Yet when I opened my eyes, my alarm was suddenly silent. I picked it up, knitting my brow, curiously staring bleary-eyed at it. The alarm wasn't even set. Oh, and then I knew. Gilbert, my wonderful uncle, had gone. 
Driving to my uncle's place that morning to meet my parents and help with the many arrangements, I hoped to hear from my uncle. I am, after all, a medium, and it does come in handy from time to time. If I heard from him directly, I felt sure this sadness would pass, and I had some thoughts about my uncle, uh, one of which was that I had been wrong about who had met him as he passed from here to there. It wasn't his parents or siblings, as I had surmised and assured him it was, this idea insisted, his Aunt Bessie. I was eager for confirmation. Later that day, I asked my father if Gilbert had been close with Aunt Bessie, and he replied, not especially, and then quickly corrected, well, of course, she did raise us. And I smiled. Who better to meet and shepherd a newly passing soul than the very woman who had shepherded him as a child? And it was then, finally, with that confirmation, with that little validation, that the sadness finally left, and I knew without doubt that my uncle had commenced, safely and surrounded by love, into the next phase of his life. And with the sadness gone, what remained was joy at a wonderful life well spent, graciously lived, and successfully passed. This is Christine Kinney for Esoterica.